Hello listeners, so we've got a mini episode for you today as promised. You might remember at the end of Mushroom and Becca's conversation that Becca said she was going to come in and record some poetry for us. So Becca has done that and I finally had a chance to edit it and make it available to you all to have a listen to. I taught Becca throughout her final year and it was great to watch how her poetry and illustration practices fed into one another. It's such a beautiful example of the possibilities of illustration practice and of how the illustrator is so much more than just somebody with the ability to draw. Becca's work supports the idea that the discipline of illustration is a wandering and somewhat nomadic one that can transverse tool and format. If you want to see more of Becca's work for this project and how the poetry and illustration that Becca makes integrate into each other, you can do that by heading over to her website, which is whimsicalnonsense.net. I'll put the link in the show notes. For now, I'll hand over to Becca and her poetry. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Rebecca Chang, and I'm going to be reading out some poetry from my collection called Whimsical Nonsense. So this poem is called The Spiders Don't Exist, and it's all about the irrational fears that we may have in our mind, which don't make any sense, but we still think them anyways. So these spiders don't exist. Beware, these spiders exist only in your mind, though they may crawl up ever so gently and pierce your crooked spine. With hairy legs that spin and dwindle, the spools of your brain will surely kindle. Up a wall the spider goes, traversing a clock and your terrible woes. Taste the bitter fruit fly and the beetle. Their blood is creamy, but surely lethal. So this poem is called Still Me. And I wrote it as a response to a friend telling me that she thought I'd changed. Still me. I peel my skin off clumsily and wriggle out cunningly. I stare at you, my human mirror, and wonder why you hide and shiver. I rinse my hair to start anew, the water's clear as sunny dew. Underneath, I'm still the same. It's just me. Beware, don't let love wane. So this poem is called My Saviour, and it's about somebody who I thought was kinder than they really were. My Saviour. I like your sharp, slippery, slithering tongue. It wriggles and warps like a serpent in war. So sharp is this tongue that it cuts like a razor. Never dull to me is your speech, my deceitful saviour. So this poem is called Medicine, and it's all about coming out of lockdown and feeling like you just want to explore the world around you because you've just been stuck at home for ages. So, medicine. London spring is like medicine, just what the doctor ordered after a withering, worrisome winter. A Midas touch sheaths every glittering glass building and every gum-bespeckled path. The gold which pours from the sky melts into my very being and a song emits from my heart. It's not my fault that London's calling. The city's begging for me to step out. It tugs on my skirt and pushes my back and my feet start to dance around the exit of my house. So this poem is called Dear Friend and it's a poem that I wrote for all of my housemates. 
Dear friend, tear down the wall you've built for yourself, dear friend. Please, obliterate your shame. There's no judgment in this space, I promise. No need to mask your pain. You can wail to me those bleeding sorrows, how he never called you back, or how she's leaving you tomorrow. I'll stay silent and lend a shoulder, whilst you sob and wallow. Defrost the ice which hardens your heart, my friend. I know it's frightening to let them in. But please, let yourself be loved again, and never settle for care that's only paper thin. So this poem is called Maze, and it's based on a dream that a Londoner had told me about her being stuck in a maze, and the only way that she can get out is if she lucid dreams. Maze. I'm here again, swallowed by the maze. The night's sharp air cuts cruelly through my aching body. Cold beads of sweat envelop me, gleaming white from the moonlight's bright beam. I want to scream, but my throat is hoarse. Where is everyone? So the next two pieces of prose are based on my experiences in the London Tube. The first one is called Train Station, and this is all about me observing a young couple and feeling quite wistful. Train Station. Alone, I wait for my train. The station's empty except for a young couple. The woman's arms are draped over the man's shoulders, and he clutches fervently at her waist. Their kisses seem tender. I stare awkwardly. I can't help it. How nice must it be to be so shameless with your love? It's the sincerity which I like. Such candor. I imagine it's a bit like yelling during a school assembly or screaming in a church. I suddenly long to scream. So the next one is called London Tube. London Tube is all about me observing the ways in which everyone is just so silent on the tube and there's no sort of human interaction at all in this huge city that we live in. So London Tube. I've always found it funny how the London Tube grumbles. It screeches, wails, and whines until it halts and even so it's still hissing at you. Angry. Disgruntled. Welcome or not, we pour into its sliding doors. There's a loud hum and the occasional shriek of metal from tube to track. Eye contact is scarce. Instead, we drag our gaze towards our laps. I stare at a stranger's shoes, wondering how they've kept it so white. Have your head down and don't speak. Mind the gap and mind your tongue. There is no recreational chit-chat, no fun to be had here. Thank you for listening.